Are you a procrastinator? I'm actually not. I oh. don't have time to procrastinate. That was a very short and there was nowhere for me to go. You, it wasn't very <laughs> open-ended. No, I'm not. Okay, then. Well, let me tell you something. I tend to be a little bit of a procrastinator. I tend to procrastinate on things that I really don't want to do. Like if I really don't, I'm not someone who's good at like just doing things if I'm not interested in it, right? In the mood. In the mood. Mm. So I have to set parameters for myself and ways that I can actually get through all the hard stuff, which I was thinking that you were going to say the same thing. You're like, nope, (laughs) not at all. I don't have time to procrastinate. It's like physically impossible. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is there is something to be said for if you want something done, give it to a busy person. I do feel like that is true. Like, I feel like the most efficient people are the people who are able to like knock stuff off of their to-do list, which I'm, you know, to be, to be fair, I am, I am okay with that, but it's because I had to set all these like very strict parameters for me to be able to do that. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. I think that a lot of people procrastinate when they're not interested in things. And there's also other reasons why people procrastinate. I think people have fear around whatever the task is. I think people also have like perfectionism. If not, if it's if they can't do it perfectly, then they don't want to do it, and they think of all the things otherwise. And I guess you know people can fall on the idea of like ADD or I'm too ADD. I can't I can't focus on doing something. I don't know. I think that people rely and use ADD as a sometimes not always as a, an excuse to get out of doing things that they that they should be doing or as as a way of like when they don't finish a task or. Yeah. I think it's like, I used to procrastinate all the time, but then I don't know. I just feel like as you grow up, it's like, I need time to wind down and I want to sleep. I'm like, you know, I'm older now. I can't pull like an all nighter where like I procrastinate all day and then I study all night. Like I can't function that way anymore. So it's like, I feel like you just have to get things done. Otherwise, what do you do? Well, it depends on what it is, right? Like, I think it's, let's pick an example, right? Yeah, so for, for an example, I think that it's not, I don't necessarily believe that I don't procrastinate on everything. It's the things that I think I'm bad at. If mm. I was to be honest, I procrastinate on the things that I think I'm bad at. So then I just don't want to do it because the idea is so overwhelming because I know it's going to take me so long mm. to get it done where it's like, or I don't know how to start right? Either you don't know yeah. how to start because it's so overwhelming and I, you don't feel like it's a strength of yours and therefore you don't do it. So of course, because this, this podcast in general, and also with every episode, we want to talk about ways we can overcome an issue versus just like bitch and moan about what it is. Let's just unpack that a bit, right? So things that I've been able to do that's helped me and other people I've interviewed is break things down into much small, smaller, sizable chunks where you tend to procrastinate less when you do that, mm. right? So if, if something feels so daunting to you, instead of thinking about the daunting task at hand, maybe just like change that way, reframe the way you think about it into like just a little piece of it. If you just did this little piece now, it makes a big difference. Yeah. What about knocking out all the stuff you're really good at first, first too? Thing, so I was just going to talk about that. I talk about that in my book is I like to do another one of the ways I set a parameter for myself is I put all the hard things that I need to be, but what I, that I need to get done and make it so it's done first thing or, or really early on in my day. And I won't allow myself to do something else unless that thing is like taken down, like taken off my list. That way, and and I do that by saying, if I want X, I need to really do this first, right? It helps a lot. And then it becomes so habitual where 
that's the real key, right? You want to make things so it's so habitual for you that you become used to doing these uncomfortable things or these things that like tend to really slow you down or really get in your own way and you make it much more manageable to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? hundred percent. I like making a game plan the night before. That's always helped me a lot where like I know exactly what the first four or five tasks I'm going to do in the morning are and I just get to it. I think a lot of people spend so much time planning their tasks, like they have their planners and their notes and their to-do list, and then they never end up tackling them. I always make like an actionable four or five things I'm just going to knock out right when I wake up and then I just get them done. Yeah, that's why it's really, that's exactly right. So you, got, you get those things done. I also believe there's something to be said about a correlation between confidence and fulfilling the commitments you make to mm. yourself. I think a lot of times where we lose our confidence is when we have these things that we have to get done and then we don't do them. And it's kind of letting yourself down. It lets you're like, oh, shoot, you know, I, I knew I had to do that. I really need to do that. And I never did. And then, you know, you're chipping away at your self-esteem and your confidence. Mm. One thing I really believe in is that if you really want to build true self-confidence, is you got to make yourself your accountability partner. Make sure you do the things that you tell yourself you're going to do and do them completely. And once you do that, you feel that sense of accomplishment and it really helps with that self-confidence. That's how you build real self-confidence. You know, like that's why I love the gym so much as a, as a analogy, right? Because if you have a goal and you then achieve that goal and then it can progress you to the next point, you know, that's really like these life lessons that I've learned from the gym, like the discipline and the patient and the accountability really does work in every area of my life. It actually helps me even with the procrastination. I've learned these fundamental tools and I apply it to all parts of my life. But, you know, a big one also is like eliminating as many distractions as you possibly, oh, can, yes. possibly can. Focus mode. Focus mode on the phone is the no, most you, brilliant you, you thing. You want to put your phone on silence. That phone has, is like the bane of my existence, right? Like I need it. I love it, but it's addictive and it, and it stops me from doing so many things. That's like really why people a lot of times don't get their shit done is because people respond like just because someone's texting you and emailing you and calling you doesn't necessarily mean that you have to respond in that one second. Absolutely. That'd right? be crazy. But that's what happens. It's like, right. because you feel, you hear that ding, ding, ding or ding or whatever. And it's like, it gets you out of that mode of focus. And then it gets you down. Like, you know, you got to get yourself back into that place. There's literally focus mode on your phone. It's called do not disturb. It's called, it's called, exactly. it's no, no, it's literally. And then, and then you don't get, it's not just silent. Like you don't get any incoming anything. So phones go straight to voicemail, texts don't appear. Like it's so brilliant. No, it's do not disturb. I mean, people use it. I mean, I just think I that use it all the time. People should use it more yeah. and to, to actually, when you have like a deadline, you have to put these, mm. these things into play. You got to eliminate these distractions. Use your phone for do not disturb because it's so hard. That's why even at like, again, not to always use the gym as an analogy, but I will, <laughs> uh, you know, when you're, when, when people are at the gym and I've also been victim of this too, like, you know, you're like, you're, you're texting with your friend, you're on the phone while you're working out. Like number one, what happens is then you're half-assing everything. You're half-assing the workout. Everything's kind of like done in like a rhythm that's poor. And then when you get back into the rhythm of trying to get back into that flow state of exercise, it's really hard. Mm. So I think it's really like a great thing to do is block out, like block times out. Like this is what I'm going to, this, this block of time is when I'm going to do this. This block of time is when I'm going to do that. And when you, again, 
the key word today is parameters here, is setting parameters and creating ways and strategies where you can win versus lose. And that's basically what I have to say about it. I love that. Time blocking, monotasking. Monotasking, time blocking, eliminating distractions, doing it first thing in the morning, all the things, you know, and not letting your fear or perfectionism stop you from starting and breaking it things into small, sizable chunks where it doesn't overwhelm you as much. I think that's basically all. Yeah. Tell us what you think in the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And don't forget to subscribe. And of course, can you please leave us a review? Leave me a review. I'd appreciate that. And I think that is, uh, we're out. That's great. Thanks guys. I hope our little actionable items can help you procrastinate just a little less. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.